I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Klopp's options to fix the defence before January by Ollie Emerson. As Islam Slimani crashed in Leicester's second on Tuesday night, it sent Liverpool packing from the League Cup and all but confirmed that the Reds would remain winless for a fourth successive game. After having five put past them by Manchester City, Jurgen Klopp's side could only manage draws against Sevilla and Burnley before being outfoxed by, well, you get the pun. Just nine games into the new season, Liverpool have already conceded 16 goals. It hasn't worked so far at the back, with just two clean sheets in those games. Klopp has tried a variety of centre-back partnerships. There have been four different full-backs used and three goalkeepers, but the Liverpool net continues to bust. January is over three months away, and as much as fans cried over no defender being purchased in the summer, Klopp must work with what he has now and improve the defensive performance of those currently in the Liverpool squad for the time being. So what else can he do? Move Henderson from the six. While most of Liverpool's fans' grumbles around Henderson are due to his passing ability, his defensive side of the game hasn't lit things up so far this season either. The latest spate of poor play came on Tuesday as he failed to be on his toes for the Leicester opener, whilst he was criticised for his role in Sevilla's equaliser last week. Taking him out of the position or out of the team completely would be an option. Pro most will admit that Henderson has been disappointing so far this season, so it's not unrealistic to suggest that the extremely vulnerable centre-backs could be better protected by an Emre Chan or Jorginho Wijnaldum in that role. Both of those players mentioned can also offer more on the ball moving forward, especially Chan and the way he carries it. In addition, moving Henderson forward, where he to stay in the team, could offer the captain a new lease of life as he looks to regain form. Khan... Like it or not, Henderson is Liverpool's captain and dropping him from his position would only whip up more of a storm in the media that Liverpool are in crisis, regardless of whether it does help performances. There isn't a direct defensive midfield replacement for Henderson, so putting Chan or Wijnaldum in there would see the midfield have to be rejigged further forward as well. Switch to three at the back. Three at the back is a formation that's worked successfully for the likes of Arsenal, Chelsea and Tottenham in recent months. Brendan Rodgers' Liverpool weren't defensively solid often, but had one of their better stints of defensive form when playing a 3-4-2-1 formation in the 2014-15 season. So, could it be an option for Klopp to repeat? Pro. 
Liverpool arguably have the perfect wing-backs for the formation in Trent Alexander-Arnold and Alberto Moreno, while Stanley Robertson has also looked good in his few starts so far. Three at the back could allow less loose balls dropping around the area, see Burnley and Leicester goals, whilst it would also see the heart of the defence better able to track late runners, as you've got the extra man in there. Con numbers are an issue. Liverpool only really have four centre-backs and one of them is filling in with the odd game at right-back. So if Gomez has to play right wing-back in a game and one of Matip, Clavin or Lovren is injured, you're buggered with pushing Emre Chan back there or calling up a 16-year-old. It would also give Klopp a headache potentially going forward. A change in formation could disrupt the Reds' fluid front three in the 4-3-3 formation. Change styles. Liverpool could always do what they did towards the back end of last season in terms of looking to dig in a little more during games, not playing the expansive attacking football that has become their identity ever since Klopp took over. Pro, it worked fairly well at the back end of last season, Liverpool picking up important wins against Stoke, Watford and West Brom playing this way. The points gained in those games helped the Reds seal their top four spot. Opponents may not see it coming, so it could see their pre-planned tactics nullified somewhat and better defensive performances as a result would only boost confidence, even if the attack suffers. Khan, as aforementioned, if you do such a thing, the attack will suffer. Liverpool struggled to find their autumnal flair of 2016 towards the back end of last season, and you'd expect to see the goals dry up even further if you began shackling players in order to keep the back door locked. Adding to that, despite picking up points with a change of style last season, Liverpool's performances weren't particularly good, getting lucky on a number of occasions. You feel that were they to revert back to such a style, their luck may run out. Danny Ward An unlikely and rather left-field shout. If Liverpool can't fix their defensive errors in open play, they may as well do all they can to combat the set-piece issue. Whilst the less said about open play defending versus Leicester the better, Ward did look somewhat promising when it came to dealing with set-pieces. Could he be chucked into an important game ahead of Mignolet or Carius? Pro. With Mignolet seemingly creeping back to the mean of his form at Liverpool after a second coming a few months ago, Ward is an alternative that would certainly bring an improvement when the long balls come into the box. The knock-on effect of Liverpool not suffering so badly from set pieces could then be opponents trying to play on the floor more against them, and then it's all about the pressing. Con. This is a left-field shout, so there are obvious cons, Ward's lack of experience being one. In addition, is he as good a shot-stopper as Mignolet, or as good at distributing as Carius? He's not Klopp's perfect goalkeeper, even if you think he solves an issue. He may crack under the pressure of a serious league or Champions League game. Who could blame him? Also, Mignolet, whilst disappointing a little, hasn't really done anything to justify being dropped. And you could end up with a media storm similar to the one that would come about as a result of dropping Henderson. A couple of very interesting shouts there from Ollie, to be fair. And I think that's exactly the reality of what we're facing here. We've got a manager who's got to work with what he's got available. There are no quick fixes available now till January. And even if and when that does happen, that will take time to take as well. So we have very much got that situation of, okay, how do we fix the problems that we have with the people that we have 
and some of Ollie's ideas, I'm sure ones you may have come to independently yourself. Um, I'm sure Jurgen Klopp has toyed with a couple of these ideas as he's watched it, or maybe he hasn't, because sometimes you do feel as if Jurgen sees the game in a very, very specific way through a very specific prism that is not the same one that the rest of us watch it through. And whereas that's causing an awful lot of hassle at the moment because results aren't going our way, if results were to start going our way, then suddenly it's not an issue anymore. So you don't get to be Jurgen Klopp and have achieved what he's achieved without having a certain idiosyncratic way of operating. And I would be very much one of the people who would say, well, you know, whatever happens this season, we stick with this guy and we let him work his way through it. I wish um, some of my fellow fans had a little bit more foresight and didn't rely on the old chestnut of, which I could do as a, as a, an old duffer, of, well, we've been watching this nonsense for years. It's about time it was gotten right and all that kind of thing. Nobody understands that better than I do. I've been watching them a long time and I feel as frustrated as anybody. But this is the guy for Liverpool. I firmly believe that. I've never felt as if we had a better fit managerially at the club in many years. I think Rafa Benitez was the perfect man for the job at the time and I think Jurgen Klopp is the perfect man for the job at this time. So let's let him work his way through these problems and maybe not add to the intense hysteria and the over-the-top hysterical nonsense that goes on by constantly having to vent your spleen. Maybe just take a little sideways step and maybe just decide not to say a thing because, you know, without being too hippie about it, it all does affect the general overall energy and a general overall feeling. You can see the aggression in the manager as he looks at the fans and that gets that gets the goats of an awful lot of the old boys in the stands. They don't like that. They don't like to see the manager critiquing their support because how dare he, etc. And that's, you know, really going to be the thing, I think, that causes the rift when and if it happens. It will be those voices the ones that are ironically the minority, but the ones that are the most vocal and tend to get the most platforms. So whatever kind of platform this affords me through the um, Anfield Index channel, I'm just saying the exact opposite of what an awful lot of people are saying. I'm just saying, even if it does go to hell this season, you've got to stick with this guy because he is the guy. I believe that and I think he will eventually get what we want for the club. And if the process is a little bit more painful and elongated than some people would like, well then so be it. Of course it doesn't help that the glaring problems are ones that the manager seems to either not be aware of or not be willing to admit to. That is a concern and everyone is entitled to have a moan and have a groan. I get that. I just don't see that the hysterical stuff is particularly constructive in any way, shape or form. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 